everybody. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hi, bro. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hey, Alejandro. I'm oh, going to give a big, big yawn because someone's about to take a power nap. He sure oh, is. there's the kisses. Kisses. That's him. <laughs> so cute. Um, How are you? I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, Dragon, I'm better than fine. You want to see a trick I taught the boy? Sure. Ah. I do. <laughs> Alejandro I loves it. I do. I'll laugh and smiles when Berto sneezes. Well, earlier this morning, not only was he sneezing, was he laughing at my sneezing? Yeah. Ah, he, he did was, it. Yeah, he was then sneezing. He's then trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Come on, puppy. Time for you to take a nap. Power nap. But anyway, yeah, he's about to take, take a hard power nap. Yeah. I'm just someone's fighting him. So does that mean blood. does that mean he's five minutes away from just um screaming because he's really angry? He doesn't and he doesn't want to nap. That could that could honestly that could happen. <laughs> it's always a possibility. I like right before, we we talked for like 10 minutes before we hit record and he's be he's like almost out, he's doing so good. And then the second we hit record, he's like, meh. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh my god, you guys are about to put me to sleep. No, 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 no! you can't have it. Um. Anyway, how was your weekend, bro? It was fine. Uh, yeah. I mean, nothing special. Well, we've had two weeks, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We haven't recorded in a while. Well, nothing special. My boy turned one. He dragon. sure did. I had all my closest friends, family, only the people that were truly important mm-hmm, in my life mm-hmm. showed up. Right? Dragon. Rude. I was. Uh, I missed Alejandro's birthday because I was up in New Hampshire for my cousin's wedding. <laughs> so. I mean... Let's just say we make choices in life, Dragon. They, choice you made his birthday and my, co- my son. His birthday, and my cousin's wedding, four hundred miles away, were two hours apart. <laughs> it turns out I could not do both. <laughs> you should have just tried it like one of those eighties comedies where the guys, the same guy, tries to do two things or tries to have a yeah. date with two women. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you just call a woman and be like, "Oh my God, I'm sorry, something. My dad is in the hospital, or some crap like that." It doesn't even make sense. Doesn't hilarious even... comedies. Hilarious. I mean, it was um, every every other episode of a sitcom. Yeah, yeah, happened, so. for sure, it's a comedy of errors. Um, but anyway, that's my uh, that was that was my last weekend, mm-hmm. and then this weekend was fine. It was quiet, relatively quiet. Saw a bunch of movies. I'll talk about. And that's about it. Okay. Yeah. What so, about you, bro? Yeah. I mean, uh, oh wait, I already said. Yeah. I mean, you I, already said. If you want a if you want a baby update, like the baby is now just his primary. Uh, form of transportation is now walking. Yeah. And when I say walking, I mean, he literally walks like a zombie, arms stretched out, you know, waddling from side to side. He does. It's very cute. <laughs> no coordination. Sometimes we'll just fall on his face and then try again. You got to teach so... him to be a zombie. You got to teach him to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to teach him anything. He's doing it already. <laughs> he just needs the noise. That's all. <laughs> all right. All right, Dragon, I guess we should get started, right? Yes, sure. All right, why don't we start with a little segment we like to call Dragon on the Couch. Dragon, what did you watch Mm -hmm. on the couch this week? Okay, so I was in the theater a lot over the past two weeks. So I am going to start with the first thing. I saw Theater Camp. I didn't talk about this already, right? No. Okay. Um, So this is uh, in theaters currently although i think you can watch it on hulu maybe at this point too because the theaters that are it's in are like the smaller ones it's like in the angelica and syndicated so in new york so i assume that means it's also probably streaming somewhere um maybe 
but basically this is a comedy about um kids in a theater camp um and yeah <laughs> i i gotta say it was actually pretty good like the the thing about it is i it feels very much like they went to a bunch of theater camps to get the kid actors and they're all exactly what you expect from a bunch of kids from theater camp like it's exactly exactly what you think it's gonna be um and there's i think there's fun in that there's like you know it's like it's kind of like a classic 80s comedy in that they're fighting to like like some of the characters are like fighting to keep the camp open you know against like the rich camp next door it's like very very much <laughs> what right, you I'm think of this yeah i'm, yeah. In. I'm yeah. in i'm already in um but there's two theater camps one's for the cool poor kids but the other one's the rich snooty uptight kids the it's other one's not a theater pants. camp it's just like it's just a regular camp this is and, like ski school yes um, it's a hundred percent what it is you know what? It's it's like one of my favorite movies as a kid, Heavyweights. Mm-hmm. That movie was great. Yeah. Where it's just like a bad camp, but like there's a poor bad camp and like and there's a then there's a rich 100%. bad camp and then losers. It's oh, exactly it's exactly what you think it is. Um so uh that um that was fun. I mean it's like a fun little like 90 minute comedy. Um 90 minutes. I, you love like 90 minutes. I love I do I truly truly do. I feel like but there's been a lot of that lately and I'm into it like this year, you know, there's like mm-hmm. bottoms, there's this um anyway so i saw that um next i saw true romance the the 1993 um christian slater and patricia arquette movie um written by your boy quentin the taran written by but not directed by interestingly enough it was one of yeah i think it was one of the last things that it was directed by tony scott i think it was one of the last things that he wrote and didn't direct like it was like one of those like i better start directing these kind of things um I liked it. I gotta tell you, <laughs> I thought it was fun. It's a, it's a good, um, it, this it's called, it's considered a romance slash crime movie as you can Im- imagine by the title. And, um, I, I liked it. I, it's very like, it's very violent. It's kind of absurd. Um, but I was into it. Brad Pitt, isn't it playing like a stupid stoner. He's just like a little side character and it's great. It's like three lines. <laughs> yeah, he really does. And like, but like drives part of the plot of the movie, which I think is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Christopher Walken is in it for a little bit. Dennis Hopper is in it. He's really good. Um, Gary Oldman's in it. It's a, it's fun. It's a fun movie. I really liked oh, it. That, that scene with Dennis Hopper and um, what's his name? William Dafoe? Not mm-hmm. William Dafoe. I'm um, his name. Is it Gary Oldman? I don't remember. I, I don't have I don't have the computer laptop in front of me. So yeah, yeah. So someone stop passing out. Uh, yeah. Then the scene between Dennis Hopper and who plays the mob the mob boss who wants uh, them dead. Is it not Gary Oldman? Oh, it's Christopher Walken. Yeah, Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah. Right. The the scene between them two where where what's his name um Walker Christopher Walker Walton goes to Gary uh God damn it the, the names are just evaporated from my brain because I don't have a laptop in front of me. The scene where Walker goes to um Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Walken. Christopher Walken goes Christopher to Christopher Walken goes to this is what happens when I don't have the names in front of me. They just I know, I know. vanish. Vanish <laughs> and then mix together and I'm just mixing actors. Anyway, the scene between them two where where he goes to be like, Where's your son? You mm-hmm. fuck up of a son. And like Dennis Hopper knows, like, oh my God, I'm not gonna survive the torture this guy's gonna do. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna piss him off so much that he's just gonna kill me right away. Yep, it's like such a fucking it, good scene. And it it's such really a, is such a Tarantino scene. Yep, a hundred percent. And it's one of those scenes that I'm like, man, I like, I I do like romance, but I'm like, I wish Tarantino had been able to direct it because he that scene would have popped. 
Yeah, it still it way. still did. It still yeah, did. Yeah, it did. It did. It's like it's like an eight out of ten scene, right? Yeah. But like. I feel like Tarantino would have made that like a 10 out of 10. Yeah. This, this cast is also ridiculous. So it's Christian Slater, Patricia Arquette, Gary Oldman, Dennis Hopper, Brad Pitt, Christopher Walken, Val Kilmer plays Elvis, Mm -hmm. James Gandolfini, Michael Rappaport, Samuel L. Jackson, (laughs) Chris Penn. It's just like, I, every once in a while they would show somebody and I'd be like, is that? (laughs) And Andrew would be like, yep. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Although, Val Kilmer playing Elvis, they never show his face, which I think is yeah. wild. It's That's so hilarious. Funny. Dragon, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Yeah. I'm going to say it. I think Quentin Tarantino is a pretty good uh, script maker, writer. I think he might be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going out on a limb. And, to- and Tony Scott really uh, got 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 some pull in there as well, I think. Yeah. You know, he's got he's a pretty good director. Another, uh, going out on a limb. Mm-hmm. Dennis Hopper, pretty good actor. Yeah, pretty good actor. It's a hot statement right now. Wild statements. Uh, who'd have thunk it? Anyway, so I watched True Romance. It was really fun. Um, and it is streaming on Pluto, I guess. I don't really, I don't even know what that one is. Making these yeah, I'm just now. making it up. Okay, next. So Andrew and I finished this show. Have you ever heard about the show about the show? The show about the show. Yes. No. Okay, so there's this guy named Kave Zahedi. And he is like a, he's like one of those kind of underground filmmakers. Um, He's done a lot, a lot of shit and almost all of it's really fucking weird. And like, it's like documentaries about like his life or like he has this whole, he has this whole series where he just gets stoned with people and like records their conversations. It's like, he's kind of a weird guy, right? He's like a weird, like filmmaker slash artist kind of guy. I don't, he's the kind of guy that like, I've watched a lot of his stuff and I, I like it, but I don't like him that much. You know what I mean? Like he kind of sucks as a person, but there's something endearing about like how much he owns the fact that he sucks and how honest he is about like his life and the way it's going. Okay. It's really... What does he suck? In what way does he suck? He's just like a rude person? Or... Um, He's like, he's kind of um, rude is one way to put it. It's more that he's uh like you get the you get the idea that he's kind of a narcissist you know but in a in like a self-deprecating way which is almost worse <laughs> you're like yeah like you don't you don't get to be kind of shitty but also self-aware that you're kind of shitty and you just like don't fix it you know like it, All right. it's it's I, like a, a little annoying <laughs> here's what doesn't make sense yeah. yeah we're best friends right yeah i know it doesn't make any sense so so <laughs> wouldn't you be like oh my god i love this it's my best friend being depicted no, 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 no. You have much better qualities. Um, Name anyway, one. So he made so he made the show called The Show About the Show. And I think it, it he made it between like 2015 and 2017 or something like that. And um, you can watch some of it on YouTube. And I think some of it you have to like find somewhere. Like not all of it is up. Um, but it's basically this like meta show where he's every episode of the show is talking about the making of the previous episode. And it okay. it's like Mildly confusing sometimes and kind of weird, but I really liked it, even though he kind of sucks. And like the whole thing, like some people are playing themselves. Some people are like, it's like some people are playing real people. Like it's very, it's a very like kind of strange avant-garde show, but I kind of like it. I think if you're into some like weird TV stuff like that, you might, you might like it. But the the reason I had heard about it, well, Andrew had been watching this guy's stuff forever. So like, I've seen a a little bit of his stuff, but the other person that I've heard talk about this is one of the guys from Slash Filmcast watched this show and loved it. 
Um, so I I was surprised <laughs> about that after I watched it, and I was like, I'm surprised anybody <laughs> who does not know this filmmaker likes it. But it's interesting. I, I think it's an interesting like uh, experiment in filmmaking, I guess. And each each episode's like twenty minutes long. You know, it's not that bad. Okay. Um, but that's, that's good. That's the show about the show, and you can watch some of it on movie as well. But I can't remember if you need a subscription for movie. For a second, I mean, you're just making things up. I would go to YouTube and just watch some of it on YouTube. Um, anyway, next, next. Um, okay, so we ventured out to the theater again, but before we did that, uh, I should preface by saying we we did some homework. Okay, so and uh, <laughs> Berto, my big fat Greek wedding three came out this weekend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so Andrew and I did some homework before that and watched the first one and the second one. I had never seen my big fat Greek wedding before. So it was like, the first one was kind of fun. It's like a, you know, kind of fun, dumb, uh, rom-com. It's a, it's a very, it's, it's a simple rom-com, but it's yeah. done in the best way possible. It's every, yes. everything is rip roaring. I was actually thinking about this movie the other day where it's like, um, uh, uh, it's just the scene that I just remember distinctly, yeah. which is that the daughter is asking the dad that if she could go to college, and the yeah. dad's like, "Oh, what do you want to leave me and everything?" <laughs> and then the mother comes by and she's like, "Like, dad's dad's hard headed. Your father is hard headed, and he's the head of the family. But I'm the mother. I turn his head." Yeah. And it was like it's such like a brilliant like line in the description yeah. of every fucking family that's ever existed. Yeah. And, and then the, basically they just she just gets her, her her like cousins to say the worst line reading ever just to like make the father think that it's his idea to send his daughter to college. So fucking funny. Yeah, okay, it's, sorry. It's go very ahead. good. Anyway, so that scene the... just just popped in my head and like I just I actually started laughing to myself about you it. You ba- you basically said that scene verbatim too, which was weird because how many times just, have you seen that movie? I just when a movie is done so well, when a when a simple premise is done yeah. so well, it just sticks in my brain. Yeah. This is, um, okay. this is what I mean. Like sometimes I watch movies and like the next week they'll just disappear. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll watch movies that someone might even be like, it's an average movie. And I'm like, yeah, but this in particular is like done really well. Yeah, for sure. Sorry. Um. It, anyway, it's uh, it's um, the first one was in 2002. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. The second one was in 2016. So quite a while later. And the third one obviously just came out in 2023. Okay, so the first one's pretty good. The second one is not that good. I would say um that it it's that it seems kind of amateurish in a way, like the movie just like doesn't flow in the in the best way, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and then the third one that we just saw in theaters, we watched it. I was like, some of this is really good, but it's not very good. <laughs> it's not like a good movie. Do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> It doesn't flow correctly. Like it doesn't like there's something about it that's off. And I think part of it is the acting, right? Like a lot of the people in it are not like actor actors. Like they they've only been in like these movies, you know? And like the writing is like okay, you know, it's not great. The directing is okay, but it's not great. It's uh I would say it's a very, very like middling to like not great rom com. But if you okay. like the characters, it's kind of fun. Okay. Yeah. It has a it has a thirty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes by the way not great. <laughs> um okay anyway um uh and I have I have one more in the theaters Berto. so uh yesterday or the day before I don't re- I don't remember me and Andrew went to see Dumb Money so this is the um uh money about the GameStop um 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing fiasco that happened in what, like, twenty twenty? Barely. I still barely understand that. I just don't care. You should learn. watch Dumb but, Money. It's fun. No, no, no. Okay, maybe. It's basically like a bunch of nerds decided to buy GameStop because they noticed a bunch of hedge funds were like shorting the stock like a sh- a shit ton, and mm-hmm. um, it kind of fucked everybody. <laughs> it like it cost like a billion dollar hedge fund to close which is kind of Mm -hmm. hilarious and like a lot of people got super rich off of it a lot of people got really got poor off of it too but um it's the thing dragon you can't you can't play with financial things like that right just it's bad you can't play with financial stuff like that okay you know who says who says you know it's gonna mess up the economy oh you can't be you can't be the type of person who plays with the the financial markets like that you have to you have to be a responsible Mm -hmm. person if you're gonna do these things dragon that's why you can't have the GameStop situations yeah that's why we can't have these little people trading bro they just they're they're gonna fuck stuff up it's too hard my my vanguard account is just gonna destroy everything apparently (laughs) your robin hood account um anyway (laughs) uh this it has a good cast so it's paul dano is the main is the main character Sh- Love paul dano. i know me too shailene woodley plays his like girlfriend or his wife which i think is cute Pete i was gonna Davis say i like her but it. i don't know if i don't know if i like her or i've just seen her in movies yeah <laughs> One of the two I, it's, things are true. it's hard to tell i think she's good in this one seth rogan is in it sebastian stan is in it america ferrera is in it um it's good it's a fun like it's a fun movie it's it's very like uh the big short or like wolf of wall street in that it's like just telling or not the wolf sorry but the big short is just telling like um uh a, a real life story about uh a real life event that happened and they use uh-huh. like a lot of comedy and drama to tell it and it's it's a good time and then you get to see like afterwards you get you know you get the fun like here are the real people who are testifying before congress <laughs> when you like saw that scene in the movie it was fun okay. I, I i liked it i thought it was really good um i highly recommend it. it's also i think a good um uh, i don't know i i like these kind a, of movies. a fun romp sort of real life romp real life retelling um it's a boats movie it's a boats movie yeah are there any boats in this boat movie no uh maybe no, no i don't think so i don't think so Anyway, that's Dumb Bunny. Uh, Paul Dano's great. Highly recommend. Did, did you double feature this with my big factory wedding? So it was uh, my big fat dumb money. <laughs> no, but we did do that. We did them like less than 24 hours apart. So <laughs> like maybe like just, 15 you, hours apart. You are just chasing that Barbenheimer uh, dragon. We'll, we'll never, we'll never get it again. Nobody ever <laughs> will do it again. It's a once in a lifetime thing. Um, anyway, bro, that is what I watched. So why don't you tell me about what you watch in a little segment we have to call Birdo in the Bed. All right. So uh, first off, I want to say good news to everyone. Uh, before I get started, my son is already sleeping. Yep. I put him down. Mm-hmm. So that means I get to scream and rant. Whereas before I was very like toned down to try to so not excite him. Now mm-hmm. I get to fucking just go wild dragon. Yes. Great. Anyway. So last last episode, I talked about watching me and my chick. We watched the, the Mulan cartoon and the live action Mulan cartoon back to back. And just how how fucking how how far something can fall from the tree it was astonishing anyway this week we decided to do that with the little mermaid so we okay. watched um great well first we watched the 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 black mermaid which came out this year the new uh, one that's all yeah and and then we watched the little the cartoon the little mermaid which came out uh well, by the way they're both uh it came out in 1989 they're both on disney plus by the way yeah um yeah i mean look was the Little Mermaid, the Black Mermaid, was the Black Mermaid as bad as Mulan? No. I will give it props that it was just, a, it was a little, it was better than 
than Mulan. The problem okay. is it's still fucking boring. That's Holy fair. shit, it's boring. I mean, it's and then like, like, look, here's a, they just made a bunch of mistakes that I was like, these are mistakes that you don't think about. Yeah. And then in the, when you see the finished product, you suddenly realize like, oh, that's a problem. So, yeah. For example, um, in the live action version. Um, so I, I want to talk about like the differences between the two. So number one is in the cartoon, you have these like the crab and the fish. Yeah. They're more. Uh, what's the word where you make them human like? Am- anthropomorphized yeah they're that word the anthropomorphized and it's it becomes part of like oh you know, us understanding what the crab is feeling us mm-hmm. understanding what the fish is feeling and these things like you you understand their emotions because yeah. you know it's a fucking cartoon but yeah. in the live action version they were like well we're just gonna make the crab look like a crab and the flounder look like a flounder it's and so what weird. i told what I told my chick was the problem. I mean, it's not a bad thing when you see it happening. You're not, it's not like a problem. Yeah. But the problem, the bigger problem is that these are comedic relief characters, mm-hmm. which means that mo- a lot of what's happening is them being like, wait a minute, what's happening? What? Like, yeah. that's a lot of their jokes. You don't get that because they don't have eyebrows. They don't have eyes that you can em- that emote. It's the so same. It's as- the same. Like, it's like the Lion King thing. Yeah, you you need you need them to anthropomorphize them in order for us as humans to understand the emotions they're going through. Because yeah. it's not just what I'm saying and yeah. what the character is moving. It's us understanding that the character is surprised. It's yeah. us understanding the character is scared. And it, they do that through their like eyebrows and their eyes. And when you took that away, suddenly it just becomes like, oh, this is just it's just bad voice acting. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, uh, there's like there's no energy in this movie. There's a like the movie keeps the singing and dancing parts, except I'm like I I don't know why they just did it. Just make it a cartoon because it just looks like a bad cartoon when you CGI yeah. everything. The underwater scenes are terrible. I mean, just bad CGI everywhere, everywhere. Fucking um, who plays the father in the Javier Bardem is just like I bet you he showed up for like three days. Mm-hmm. And he did his lines, and then they were like, "Yeah, could you do more?" And he's just like, "No, no, 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 no." I, I trust me. I read the script. It doesn't matter. And then he just walked away. <laughs> um, there's also a weird scene. So, I, and I told this to my chick. Like, there's they changed a scene in yeah. like such a tiny way um, that you don't notice, but but like I noticed it. And what it is, is, uh, you remember when I was talking about Mulan there, I was like, well, they, the problem here is they don't care about any character that's not Mulan. Yeah. It, this one's the same way. They don't care about any character that's not Ariel. So, for example, in the cartoon, there's a scene where um, Javier Bardem finds Ariel's, like, lair where she has all her, like, human stuff. Mm-hmm. She she collects human things because she's obsessed with humans. And Javier Bardem is like, how am I going to get you to stop being obsessed with this? And then he just destroys everything in there. Right. And you see him like sw- like walk away, but then at the last minute he turns around and he has this 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 thing in his eyes where it's like, "Oh, he that hurt him." Like it hurt him to hurt his child. Yeah. But it, he in his mind he's like, "I had to do this, but it hurts." And it gives you so much more depth to that character like, "Oh, like that's a father who like understands, but at the same yeah. time like he's trying to like show his daughter the right way and she's not listening and he he now has to be mean and stern even though he's a caring father." that's not in the live action version so basically you just have Aria Bardem come in destroy everything like a fucking psychopath and then walk away and I'm just like what the fuck like what an asshole 
so weird. <laughs> little little shit like that is missing from the movie. Um, I think the biggest thing is that they changed so much about the human world. Number one, um, Prince. They actually show <laughs> the queen because for some reason they're like, oh, we'll have a queen, and the queen is black. Okay. But the main actor is going to be white, so we'll just mention that he's adopted, which doesn't <laughs> make sense because he's going to be the the prince. The king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it's almost as if they were like, all right, before they even started the process, they were like, all right, we're going to have, we, let's make a black Ariel. And they were like, that doesn't make any sense. It's like, oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll have the queen. We'll have queen because girl power. And then we'll make the queen black. And sure. it's like, okay, okay. Uh, I guess we're going to have a hire a black prince. And they're like, no, that's too much. That's, <laughs> are you crazy? That's too much. It's too It'll much. be a white queen, right? white, a white prince. Don't worry. He's adopted. And it's like, yeah. none of that makes sense. <laughs> There's like no energy in this movie, Dragon. There's no energy. Things don't make sense. It's so, um, it's so weird. The ending is really weird because the prince is like, he's a he's a seaman, right? He's yeah. a man of the seas. He's a seaman, sea yes. He's a seaman. At the end, he takes a ship and rams it into Ursula. That's how it ends. As you do, they yeah. Changed it, they changed it so that um, uh, Ariel is the one who rams the ship into Ursula, and I was just like, she doesn't know how to steer a ship. What the fuck is it? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Hmm. She's a, just a mermaid on top of a ship, and she's steering the fucking the wheel for no reason. And yeah. It just it just was like it's it's so interesting where you watch this and you're just like, this just feels dead. There's no energy. No one cares. Nothing's happening. And then you watch the cartoon, and like it's shorter. It's shorter by like forty minutes. And yet I'm like, I feel so much like I feel like so much more happened. Like, I legitimately remember watching the live action one and like there's an hour and a half in and I just was like, how is this shit not over with? It's it's felt like it's been on for three hours. Yeah. So, yeah, it, I really don't recommend this movie. I It's 7.2 on, on IMDb. It's just I, 67 on Rotten Tomatoes. That's fucking insane to me. It should be like in the 40s. Like, it's not it's not terrible, but I'm like, yeah, it's, yeah. Not six, it's not it shouldn't be 67. It should be in the fucking forties. What is that? What is the the um cartoon audience one score? The cartoon one, I don't know. But the, by the way, the audience score for uh for this one is ninety four, which I I don't believe that whatsoever. It's, I bet you it's one of those where they just like took out the negative um the negative ones, mm -hmm. and then they were like, well, it's just people being racist, and it's like, no, you just you just purged all the negative fucking <laughs> reviews from audience members and then yeah. claimed them to be racist. Yeah. Uh, it is 91% on the tomato meter, 88% audience reviews. Those sound perfect. Those that's that's exactly what it should be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's bad. It's pretty bad. All right. I, and again, it just it felt dead. It just felt boring. You know, um, anyway. you know what my, my biggest gripe about these live action um Disney remakes is they always change the music a little bit, you know? They did. Yeah. And they, they, they added some songs that just didn't fit. <laughs> And the Disney that like the thing that the thing that made those Disney movies in like the 80, 80s and 90s so good is that the songs are iconic, right? They're amazing. Yes. And when you go in and you fuck with them, like they're no longer that, right? They're no longer iconic mm -hmm. and like amazing. And then you add these other these new songs that suck, you know, I'm like you just lost you lost your I don't know. It's like it's like people have lost their ability to like write this kind of. Musical. These are movies. Songs. The problem is like these are movies made for no one, right? You yeah. have like, 
okay you 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 make a remake which is supposed to for me as a, like i remember the little mermaid as a kid i would be like oh yeah i want i would like to rewatch that again a new version of it yes yeah. i would like to rewatch that again but um you're like change it enough that i'm just like i don't recognize this anymore this is not the little mermaid i know right and then you and then and then since for the new people you make it a boring movie so they're not going to be fans of it so it's like who is this for yeah no one yeah, I mean, I mean that's like that's exactly right. Did you watch that? There was a documentary, documentary, um, and I can't remember what it's called, um, but it was about like the people who made maybe it was actually you know what it may have been about AIDS. Now that I think about it, but it was about the people who made <laughs> who like wrote the music and like made these like revival Disney movies in the eighties and nineties, and basically. <laughs> That one of the really sad things is like one of the driving forces of it, like one of the geniuses behind uh, like the Little Mermaid and a lot of the songs in it, um, he ended up dying of AIDS. And the movie was basically making the claim that like the AIDS epidemic kind of killed off a lot of art, <laughs> like a lot of this I kind mean... of like um, a lot of these like artists who were you know almost all gay and in made Look, these like beautiful so like essentially Broadway for kids, right? Like that's what I... that's what these songs are. I'm going to look up the name of it, but I remember uh, there's a woman who's like, she's a public speaker. And um, she, I remember her saying something that I'd never heard anyone say before, which was yeah. that like the AIDS epidemic killed off the artists, yeah. the artistic gays. Because essentially what, she, what the woman was arguing was like, well, um, the gays are the driver of our of our uh, art, yeah. which, you know, when you look at it, you're like, oh, shit, she's right. Like they are the, the, not just the gays, but like the, what well, she called it, the alpha gays, the ones yeah. who are like fucking forward and like the ones who will push and like the, 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 the ones who are the ones who are willing to go out there and fucking like put their art out there. And they are the drivers of our of all our art. Yeah. And she was like, yeah. And then AIDS happened. And suddenly like they're gone. They're just gone. they're gone. Yeah. And we're like, oh, um. There's no, now you have this like second tier, the ones who like were the, 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 as she put it, and again, these are her words, not mine before you get me canceled, Trigon. The, the ones who were like in, like hidden in the shadows and like the ones who were like, no, I just want a husband and settle down. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really care about anything else. Now those are the gays who are left, who are making art. And frankly speaking, they're just, it's shit art. <laughs> they're just not as good at it. Yeah. <laughs> Which a really really funny really funny concept but yeah. um it's yeah. I, I don't i don't i don't even i won't even begin to understand how that makes sense but i'm like well there's a piece of me that thinks that there's a little bit of that that's, that's right true. like something about that just feels right like we basically yeah. lost a whole generation of like of artists of artists yeah like really talented amazing artists and you're yeah. just like well what can you yeah, do i, I also i also but but when you think about it like disney is still making like cartoons like what's it yeah. called Encanto came out that one was fucking great it was great but Lin-Manuel Lin Miranda made, oh, wait, made all that music yeah yeah uh, no the theater kid was Encanto in theaters I actually don't remember did it come out it came out pre-pandemic or post-pandemic uh I don't it came out in 2021 so it's probably post uh oh. not in theaters but I don't know yeah. but it like they're still making these movies yeah it's just the ones that are going to theaters the one that are getting the headlines are these live action remakes for some reason and they're I mean look the Little Mermaid is one of the is one of the ones that they're like, this is this is our this is gonna be our centerpiece. Like yeah. this is this is the fucking Batman versus Superman of of the Disney universe, right? Yeah. Um and this one made six hundred million dollars. <laughs> yes. It cost two hundred million dollars. It broke that means it broke even. 
Yeah. If you're telling me you you have a live action remake of The Little Mermaid and it breaks even, that's not good. No. All right, because they've they just had another fucking movie come out, the um the Haunted Mansion, cost 150 million dollars to make, and that bombed, right? Million. Yeah, it bombed. Yeah. Like they've been, but they Elemental bombed. Fucking like Disney's had a bad year. Every fucking not, and it's not just the Disney movies. It's also like the Marvel and the Star Wars is all bombing. Yeah. So it's like, man, they are losing money hand over fist. Well, it's, and... it's fatigue. Like you were giving us the same thing over and over and over again. What do you yeah, expect? We want new things. We yeah. want something new. Yeah. I, we want something new and interesting. We want someone to come in and be like, this is my passion to, to do this. No one wakes up and goes, my passion is to remake The Little Mermaid. But don't worry, Ariel's going to be black. <laughs> that, and the, oh, by the way, the only reason they hired, in my opinion, the only reason they hired Harriel to be black is because they're like, well, people are not going to like this. So yeah. if we put a black actress at the front of it, then we can claim it's just racism. I think that's a that's an extremely cynical take. <laughs> I'm, I am. And I am a cynical man, because at this point, I'm like, Disney, what the, you guys are just losing money hand over fist over and over. And yeah. Over again. Yeah. Like, what are All you right? doing? Like, why else would you get Snow White and then hire that fucking, uh, what's her name? That broad, yeah. uh, th- why else would you do that? Why else would, uh, what's her name? Rachel Zegler? I don't why else would you do that if not to just, just put out like, hey, this is going to be shit. We know it's going to be shit because yeah. it's, it, there's no soul in it. So we're just doing this as like, uh, you know, we're just doing this as a just in case. Yes, it's going to be shit. It's going to be shit. That's and they're they're gonna claim racism. I mean, she's already claiming racism because she's fucking an idiot. Idiot. She fucking. She's an idiot and just said <laughs> stupid things. <laughs> anyway, uh, a Little Mermaid. I'd give it like a three out of ten. Okay, it's yeah. Boring. And everyone was like, "Oh my god, Haley Bailey is amazing in them." I mean, she's she's she can sing well. No. She can't act that well. And then the worst part is half the movie she she can't talk. So I'm like, oh, now you're really fucked because you got <laughs> a bad actress. Yeah. Let's say let's say a not good actress having to tell the entire story with her eyes. Yeah. And then I was like, they cheated because she starts like think singing. So they have a couple of scenes where she's singing, but it's her thoughts. Oh, and I'm like, interesting. Wow, Wait, do they have wow, that? Is that do they have that instead of kiss the girls? No. Is that? Oh. No, they they actually changed the lyrics to kiss the girls because of uh, you know me too. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Aquafina isn't this for some fuck. I'm gonna say this. I think this movie would have made a hundred million dollars more if they didn't have Aquafina rap in it. Yes, she has a rap a rap song in it. Isn't that what Aquafina was known for before she like I, was in movies? Wasn't she a rapper? I don't fucking know. She should never be a voice actor, ever, <laughs> actress, ever, 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 ever. Okay. Okay. Fair, fair, in fact, yeah. I would just be like, don't stop hiring her for comedy. She should just do dramas. Drama. That's it. She Just was very, do. she's very good in, in dramas, I will say. I will, I will fucking, I will, I will, as much as I'm like, every single time I see her in a movie, like this one, the, what's that Marvel one, the Shang-Chi, she was oh, yeah. terrible in that. Oh my God, was she I didn't mind her in, in Shang-Chi. That's because you weren't even paying attention to her. Well. <laughs> you were too busy staring at the dude with his ripped abs. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> in my defense. But, um, <laughs> like, I understand, I understand. But yeah, she, she was terrible terrible in that movie she's terrible in this movie uh again i it's like if it wasn't for the farewell i would just be like kick her out of hollywood but yeah. because she was in the farewell i'm like look you you got you got i'm gonna give you like five four years and so good in it too just so yeah. good in it she killed yes. that role 
you're fucking great. I can't even sh- as much as I'm like shitting on her. She's fucking phenomenal in that. She should do more of those. Like <laughs> stop movie. doing comedy. Stop doing voice acting. Just do dramas. You are fucking amazing in it. God, that movie's good. It's so yeah. sad. So sad. I, I just like we should watch it for the podcast and we just be both of us crying. <laughs> <laughs> Right. and the grandma <laughs> <laughs> she was doing all these things that's really a movie that we could talk about for like an hour by the way because <laughs> no, it's fucking great do. there's so much stuff do in it. it we should do it at some point all right okay next, next. dragon yes let's move on yeah please um i watched a little movie called bs high dragon, i told you about this you recommended this movie to me and what do best friends do they watch each other's recommendations they, that's exactly. why i never watch yours and you always watch mine <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is a documentary. I mean, you described it last time, so I don't even yeah. have to describe it. I fucking watched this thinking this is going to be a good time. I'm going to have a good time. And the first 20 minutes, I'm having a good time. I'm like, this is hilarious. It's great. <laughs> and then at some point, I just turn and I'm just like, this. This guy could be the biggest piece of shit I've ever right. seen in my fucking right? life. Holy shit. Like, what like, a I weird psychopath. I was legitimately angry. And my chick was angry at the end because she was like, it's it's because it's because he's black that he's like, uh, I'm going to be able to do this to other black people, to black kids, because I know no one's going to give a shit. It's the same serial yeah. killer mentality that's like, well, I'm going to kill the prostitutes because uh, the cops won't investigate them. Yep, they don't 100%. give a shit. They're, they're lesser dead. It's the same thing where there's like, I'm going to just take these inner city youths who uh, have nothing going for them except for the fact that they played a little bit of high school football. And I'm going to give them a chance. And these kids are hearing, I'm going to give you a chance. And they're fucking like 15, 16 years old. They can't make these fucking choices of like, yes, I'm going to. I'm going to listen to this guy and all this shit. And he wound up, he wound up fucking stealing money from, I mean, he fucking got (laughs) PPP loans in their names. Can you imagine? I was also like, how this fucker get PPP loans in, in oh, these children's just, names? I think they said something like 90% of that shit was stolen. So let's not pretend like like someone was actually paying attention to that. Berto, does it does it upset you that you did not get a PPP loan? For real. Are you, are we applied for a PPP loan. We could not get it. I think and this motherfucker hilarious. got it. I think a fake hilarious. fucking high school. Have you considered scamming the government instead? Apparently that seems Have you to be considered lying? <laughs> This dude, there's there's just something about a, a person like this who is like blatantly just bald faced lying about everything, right? Mm-hmm. Gets caught in the lie and then goes, meh. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I know, didn't like, do anything illegal. It's like, I mean, like, you didn't. But holy well, shit. Kind of, I think maybe you did. You just like things haven't caught up yet, you know? Like he's being sued by like a million people. He has like it's a thousand like me- lawsuits. It's like, you know what it's like? I- imagine if I was like, hey, Dragon, um, I found the new, uh, instead of putting Alejandro in the crib, I now have been putting Alejandro in my oven yeah, um, at night so he can sleep. Mm-hmm. And then you would be like, that is fucking terrible. And I'm like, there's no law against it. How, how bad could it be? He'd be yeah. like, that's because they never imagined someone would say someone that. Someone would be so stupid as to put their child in it. I actually think that you would get in trouble for that, to be honest. I think that that might actually be considered illegal. It's like one of those <laughs> things where it's so egregious. Like, uh, so many of the things he did are, are so egregious that you're like, even if it's not illegal, can we prosecute him for something else? Like, any, like literally anything else. Can we just, like, make this, like, a, you know... <laughs> I'm hoping he's going to get sued for fucking like uh, what's it called? Um, f- what? God damn it! What, what is it called? Uh, falsifying documents because he at least he 
he number one, well, number one, he fucking ran a fucking high school program, signed the document saying I am under this these regulations, and then didn't follow any of the regulations. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, he again got PPP loans from kids. He says he didn't. I mean. <laughs> It's a very simple way of finding out, by the yeah, way. Yeah. You just search the IP address, and then when yeah, it yeah. turns out all of them made it from the same computer, you can be like, oh, it's from your fucking laptop. Yeah. So all they have to do is prosecute them. <laughs> but, you know, I guess I guess we're too busy for that. One of, one of the things that made me, like, the saddest about this is how many of the, like, how many of the parents were just, like, had no idea that, like, you know, they just, like, trusted this dude was, like, actually educating their children, you know? And he, he, and the kids were just, like, we were, like, 16. Like, we weren't going to tell our moms that we weren't doing school. Like, she would have flipped out, you know? So they just, it's like, so calling fucking... home and, like, and then, like, not feeding them. Like, it's just crazy. It's so frustrating because, like, how many times are you told, like, oh, he's dragging. You should trust the experts. Mm. And then, it's like, okay, this is a guy who came with the paperwork yeah, that says he's an expert in this field. And then it turned out he was fucking robbing them blind. Like, apparently, I can't just trust a piece of paper that says you're an expert. No. I have to actually physically go and see it and then be like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. And, then, and then people will get mad when when you do that to someone who, who like, is a fucking, like, responsible yeah. adult. Um, But, yeah, it's it's just, like... Dude, you gotta like, check things out. You gotta check you things gotta out. You gotta check things out. It's like it's like imagine if if dragon. Imagine if you know I'm not gonna say it because it's just it's a bad it's a terrible idea. I don't even want to breathe it into existence. So let's not. I'm not gonna say it. It's just like, okay. Imagine if I just okay. I'll I'll give you a story. Okay. I was I was one day at Chop Chops right. Yep. At my job, and uh, some woman wanted to sign her kid up for kids classes, and I said, "Oh, the kids class starts at four thirty. Come at four fifteen. We get we can get them set up." OK, yeah. now we do it a whole different way. But that's that's how we, I told her she shows up at three thirty and was like, oh, I have some errands to do. He can just hang out here until the class starts. And I was like, no, no, no. Number one, like, look, number one, I'm here by myself. Yeah. Number two. Yes, I have cameras around, so I'm not worried about. Yeah. That. yeah. But more so, I'm like, you don't know I have cameras in here. Yeah. You're just trusting me. To fucking take care of your kid for an hour by myself. Number yeah. one, number two, I'm not a babysitter. <laughs> and number three, I, I'm gonna actually gonna take this these this hour I have and just go for a fucking like go outside and get a coffee or something. Because, yeah. But it's like you literally just dropped your kid off. You saw you walked by, saw my storefront, mm-hmm. walked in and asked a question, and now you're ready to leave him alone with me for an hour. Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, I, you, I, you know I, what I mean. I don't get that. I also don't get like. I don't get par- – I know that parents are very busy, right? But I mm-hmm. also don't get dropping your kid off at, like, a, a class like that, like jujitsu or karate or whatever, and, like, just being like, hey, bye, I'll see you, you know, in an hour or whatever. Now, I'm okay with that because I, I like, I have cameras there. Yeah. With recording. Yeah. So if a kid ever says something happened, I can be like, cool, I'll bring it up on the camera. Let's see what happened. Yeah. So I'm not worried. That That's one thing that, like, I'm very, like, conscious of. And like, if the car- parents asked, I would be like, "Of course, I have cameras here." And yes, uh, you can see the, you can see the. I'm going to show you the videos because yeah. Yeah, uh, this is your me? fucking kid. This yeah. is your kid. This is not my kid. Okay. I just, I'm just saying, like, from a parent's perspective, like you, you have a lot of faith in the in these like adults that you're leaving your kids with that you don't really we, know. So we have some kids who, um, some some kids who parents drop them off, and some kids whose parents like hang out. Yeah. Honestly, either one, I don't, I don't mind it right, at all. Of course, I'm like. 
like what I'm t- trying to teach a kid how to fucking do uh you know arm bars. I don't know like <laughs> that like that's like, that's the extent of it. I'm not fucking I'm not teaching him anything else. I'm not, I mean, me and Jaime at some point start selling the kids that the earth is flat, but it's so obvious and the kids fight us so much on it. It's just more funny than anything. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did once tell them that uh Rocky ended the Cold War, but that's true. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I I I it just like boggles my mind sometimes that 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 happens. Yeah. Um, but also like you know, who who yeah. am I to who am I to judge? I guess. Anyway, this guy's a piece of shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> my chick nailed it perfectly in that what this man wants to do. You know what this man wants to be? What he wants to be a positive male role model in these kids' lives. How many times you ever do do you hear the story of like I was a fucking kid who lived on the streets. Mm-hmm. I was a piece of shit. I had a fucking bad family life. I was on the streets doing fucked up shit, and then I had a fucking coach whether it's high school, wrestling, something, yeah. who basically took me and, like, forced me, taught me how to be a man. Yeah. And it's like, how many times do you hear that story? Uh, yeah, and it's lot. always, like, it's a lot of times because, like, that's one of the jobs that a fucking coach does is, mm-hmm. like, I'm the person who's teaching you how to function in this fucking world. Yes, yeah. I'm teaching you soccer or football or whatever, but more importantly, I'm teaching you respect and teamwork and camaraderie and all that. I'm providing you a space for you to hang out in so you're not on the fucking streets acting like a goddamn idiot. Because yep. idle hands are the devil's playground. Indeed. Um, this guy wanted to be him. He wanted to be that guy, but he didn't want to do the work yeah. to do it. That's what my chick said. He wants to be that guy, but he doesn't want to actually do the work of like going to his high school, like applying, working his way up, learning yeah. how to do these things, and then becoming that guy. He just was like, nah, I'll he just wanted- be a positive male role model. He, he wanted to shortcut right it. it. He wanted to shortcut and, it. And yeah, and that's what happened. He wanted to be the guy who they talk about, like, oh, he saved this man saved me, but he didn't want to actually do the work. Yeah. So it's it's fucking depressing. I you know, you know what's really interesting to me about this whole documentary too? Is yes. the guy that was like his partner or like his like assistant coach or whatever, that the other guy that was in on this who was seemingly not a psychopath, narcissist, crazy person who just like yeah. still sat by his side the whole time. And I was like, what is up with this dude? Yeah, this I was the same way. Any sense. Like because this- one guy you caught the the fucking he's got the serial killer vibe. Yeah. The other guy where it's like, I will just lie to you to your face and not give a shit. And the yeah. other guy is just like you you can tell, like, it, it's it's man, I would almost like it's so weird because he should be on the other side where he should be like, I believed him and he tricked me as well. Yeah. But instead but no. he's still in the he's still in there. Yeah. It's like, I feel like it's, do you think he just like got, went too deep and now he like, if he admits that it was fake, like he admits he was complicit in it. So he can't possibly let himself do that. So he's like still like in it kind of thing. No, I think, I think the, uh, the, the, the main guy has in his ear too much. Mm. So he's basically telling them like these kids, because you you saw at the end where they were like, none of the kids reported having good interactions. They all basically spoke very badly about you. Yeah. And he's like, oh, these kids, you know, I try to help them in this and that and blah, blah, blah. And like, that's the first time you see that guy turn where he's suddenly like, holy shit. Like, like, wait, what? Like the kids didn't like like him? I think he's processing the fact that like, wait a minute, uh, uh, this guy was telling me that he was helping these kids. Now he's starting to realize like, holy fuck. So I think he's just stuck in that. He's stuck in there. Yeah. And he's only now starting to come, come around. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a fucking interesting documentary. And again, it just made me so fucking angry. It made me so fucking angry as a father, as a father to a brown boy. 
it you, made me really fucking angry. Can you imagine when Alejandro is um, getting ready to try out for the major leagues in uh, in baseball and he, <laughs> you get some guy coming to you and being like, hey, if you want your kid to be like to, like, you know, get into a good college through baseball, whatever you you send him to me and we're going like, to mm-hmm. travel around and we'll do like this weird school thing that doesn't make any sense. So, you would definitely just send Alejandro a, a sight unseen to whatever this fucking thing is, right? Um, No, because <laughs> I'm the type of person who would be like, cool, uh, and then Google the name and be like, yeah, you have no accolades. So what you're claiming doesn't seem to be true whatsoever. Nope. Absolutely. So, not. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> fucking infuriating documentary. Next. Yes. All next. right, next. Dragon. I went from that angry documentary to another documentary called Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, so this is the, the, I know that there was a documentary about like wrestling. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I wonder if it was the same name, Dark Side of the Ring. But um, this is a docu series. Mm. Dragon. I don't know if you have seen this. I think I have. I believe Andrew watched a good amount of this, and I caught some of it. Okay, so this one is. Uh, basically it's like mini documentaries, let's say like an hour to 40 minutes about uh, a topic that's happened in wrestling and dragon 90% of them are tragic. So you you think that's, that's wrestling, right? (laughs) Yep. A hundred percent. Yeah. So for example, they, they talked about the macho man and his wife, Ms. Elizabeth, which by the way, ended with, uh, Ms. Elizabeth dying, um, the Montreal screw job. That one was a little more fun because essentially that no one died in that one. So (laughs) Yay. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a documentary. It's a rockumentary series. It's on uh, Tubi. It's got the first two seasons. I realize there's four seasons. Uh, yeah. But whenever whenever those other ones come out, and it has yeah, again, it's got fucking things like Bruiser t- talking about Bruiser Brody who was murdered. Coach uh, mm-hmm. Gino who was also a mur- drug related murder. The Von Erics. I don't know if you ever heard of the Von Erics. Uh, I think I a- watched. I think I watched that ep- episode. Yeah. It's yeah. a wrestling family with a father who was like, he ran a wrestling company and he had five sons. All five sons uh, wrestled and uh, four of the five died. I was going to say, and most of them didn't survive. <laughs> yeah. They had, a nice, they had a nice light one uh, about Chris Benoit. Did you see that one? It was a two-parter. <laughs> I, actually don't, I actually don't think I saw that one, but I know what happened. <laughs> Chris Benoit is, has just been, I mean, look, wrestling is filled with people who i mean are just drug addicts pieces of shit horrible people and like like wrestling just pretends like you know okay what they did outside the ring chris Benoit is the only person who's been scrubbed from fucking existence i can't imagine why (laughs) bernard he by the way the worst thing is that well not the worst thing but he is one of the most he's considered number one if you have rankings yes please tell me what the worst thing about chris benoit is (laughs) okay that's Second, no, third, third, <laughs> third worst thing about Chris Benoit <laughs> is that he, if you if you do a ranking of the most technical wrestlers of all time, like technical, like you know the way they flow, the way they do yeah. the moves, the way the executions of them sort of looks good and everything, sure. he is number one. Mm-hmm. Everyone considers him the best one. All right, okay. and uh, you know, third worst thing about him <laughs> is that now you don't get to see that anymore. <laughs> Bruno, can you explain? Can you explain for our audience that does not know who Chris Ben was? But the first bad bad thing, I mean, the, with the first well, worst the number two worst thing is that he apparently strangled his wife 
yep. and killed her in the bed. Yep. And then the worst thing is then he took his son, who was also autistic, and fucking killed him too. And then he hung himself. And yes. basically everyone says it's a combination of uh, cocaine, steroids, and CTE. Which checks because out. His, one of his moves, Dragon, was he would go on the top rope and then just dive off the top rope and just headbutt you. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that, that's... Was, that was his move. Yeah. It sounds yeah, yeah. super safe and effective. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He literally was like, I'm going to go up about 15 feet in the air and then my I'm going to hit you with my head. Yeah. That was his move. And yeah. then we're like, could, have been, could it have been CTE? <laughs> No, no one will ever know. No, didn't he? It, it, was it him or was it a football player that killed themselves in a way that they like asked for their brain to be studied? It was um, a football player, right? I forget his name, but yeah, it's a football player from Pittsburgh. He shot himself yeah. in the chest, yeah. and then and he left a note saying, "Exam, like, t- look at my brain. Something's wrong." Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and he was correct. Mm-hmm. That that yeah. was like he, his brain was like fucking atrophied to shit, right? Like, yeah, yeah, CG. basically. Yeah. It's, yeah, anyway, it's it's a lot of fucking stories of just guys. Here's the thing that, and I realized this watching the, because they had one about the the Road Warriors. By the way, the Road Warriors one is like, it's made for a movie. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know if you remember who the Road Warriors were. They were these two guys who were just behemoths. They were giants. They had painted faces and they would come out with uh, shoulder pads with spikes mm-hmm. on them. Um, I don't I do not remember. I did not see this episode I don't think but th- yeah that that one's h- tough because for two reasons number one is because I was also watching it they're talking about how like you know one that one of them he was the type of guy who's like I want to go to get dinner yeah. then I want to go to sleep early because I got to wake up at 6 a.m and lift weights yeah and then start the day so that we can wrestle and stuff yeah. and the other one was like nah I want to go and party um how much how much wrestling do you think is uh would be how much of the of the like injuries and the death rate in wrestling would be solved if these guys just stopped doing cocaine real quick okay all right so yeah so the road warriors i'm i'm have to like guess where i reset it because uh, someone just woke up yeah we had um, to we had to take a little pause break so uh somebody could get out of bed who only took a 47 minute nap which is not enough no, but you gotta nap some more okay go play Go walk and play. Okay. He wants to be held. Yeah. All right. Um. So, okay, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> immediately, <laughs> right. immediately, Berto's headphones get ripped out of his ear. <laughs> anyway, so the thing that really like bothered me was like, all right, so this this guy fucking would like to go out and party and everything, and he mm-hmm. fuck, he would get fucked up and then come into the ring like drunk and high, and they would be fucking up moves because of it, yep. and um. Basically, like, they were just, I was just sitting there, like, thinking to myself, like, man, how many kids, kids, yeah. little fucking kids, buy your fucking, like, shoulder pads and, like, your t-shirts and paint their faces mm-hmm. like you, and then you just fucking go and get fucked up like that, and then go on TV, and it's like, man, I used to never think this way, and I used to think the opposite, where it's like, yeah. people, do you, no, you're not just role model, blah, 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 and now I'm, like, the exact opposite, where I'm like, you are a fucking role model, <laughs> like, and how you're dare teaching you kids. This? You're teaching kids that you, it, this is okay. Yeah. These are okay actions. And it's like, man, I, it's amazing how much I've changed. Right? Yeah. But yeah, anyway. He how, had much a of a, how much of a fucking square you are now? Yeah. And anyway, his story, he got fucked up. He almost, his heart literally just one day just stopped. Yeah. And the, the, he almost had a stroke and the, the doctor saved him. And then like the WWE basically kicked him out. Bo- yeah. Both of them. Cause it was a, it was a fucking package deal. 
And then one day his he like his the the good one goes to the gym and is just lifting weights. And then he meets these like five guys who are like lifting weights for Jesus guys, right? Yeah. And they're like, hey, next week we're gonna have like a power power lifting like not, not I wouldn't say a contest, but it's more like yeah, you know, we're just gonna have fun. We're gonna just do these like powerlifting competitions just for fun, you know, in the name of Jesus and all that stuff. And he's like. Oh. And they invited him to go. And he's like, yeah, you know, I guess I'll go. That sounds like fun. Yeah. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to bring my, my my boy who's still fucked up on pills and everything. And then he's and then so his he brings his boy. And he basically what he says is like they started doing the, comp, the, the competition. And like next thing he knows, the the fucking the fucked up the fuck up one is on the altar on his knees praying. <laughs> and after that day, Dragon. Yeah. Fucking changed his life. Changed That's his great. life. Started. Listen. Like n- complete dragon. I'm not, I'm not, here's the problem. We're talking about wrestling. The story's not over. No. Changes his life, okay? No. Um fucking like now becomes one of those guys who goes out and says, like, I was fucked up and everything, and now like I was saved. Yeah. I mean, like you, this is bad for you kids, don't do this stuff. Found a beautiful wife, got married, happy, now just only exercises and talks about the Jesus and all that stuff. He mm-hmm. turned his life around, him and his Ooh. wife moved in together, literally. Mm-hmm. The day that he moved his stuff into the into oh, no. the fucking house, oh, no. the last piece of furniture he picked up, put down, and he was like, "All right, I'm gonna go take a nap." Never woke up from that nap. Come on, man! <laughs> Come on! It was so. I was like, "You're so. You were out. He was so close. Out. Oh, just so it's, close." Stories like that that this fucking documentary has yeah. that were just like, "My God." We, it can it never ends well it never ends well all right all right dragon uh let me move on to the next thing okay uh by the way that one's on 2b uh Great. first two seasons at least all right well dragon since i'm not near my laptop because i'm thinking yes. of my boy what's the next thing i have on uh you have charlie's angels 2019 which i thought you already oh, talked about no i i talked about wanting to see that because i heard it was a hot piece of mess ah. uh dragon i watched it it was a hot piece of shit yeah holy fucking shit that movie was bad um the, it, it's like you remember the charlie's angels from like the early 2000s vaguely you remember how how it was like it, well it's like these just movies were like three hot chicks are like spies and they're like doing like it's a it's just a fun dumb movie sure. where they're just action stars right okay yeah fun fun and dumb fun this and one dumb. goes like well we can't be fun and dumb because we have to talk about how uh about the you know the patriarchy yeah and you know we have to fight the patriarchy and stuff and <laughs> Like, yep. oh my God, it's, it's very frustrating to me because I, I know a couple of stunt performers, right? Yep, you sure do. And when I see a director waste their ta- the, the stunt performer's talents by not understanding how to make these things look good, yeah, it frustrates me because I'm like, I can see the stunt performers doing good things, but the director doesn't know how to display it. Elizabeth yeah. Banks this should not be doing action scenes. Everything else was competent. It was fine. There were parts of it that I was like, "Yeah, this this would be good in a better movie." It's just this is shit. But um, yeah, just it's, dragon. You'll never guess it. Guess who the bad guy is? Uh, I don't know. Some guy. Men. Men. Oh, men in general. Yeah. All the men. Men. All the men are oh, the bad guys. <laughs> that has terrible parts where it's like, oh, we have to bribe this woman to get some information. Uh-huh. So the way they bribe her is they buy a bunch of tampa tampax and um. I forget what else, like that, tamp, tamp, tampons and stuff so sure, that she sure, can sure. distribute to to like the people in fucking, I forget where they are, Turkey or some shit like that. Okay. Yeah, it's All that right. type of movie. It's it's terrible. It's fucking bad. 
But um, you know what, Dragon? I, I'll say this. This is, I think that we're going to look back and say the worst person that's ever ha- occurred <laughs> is Harvey Weinstein. Now, before you say, before you agree with me, yeah, I want yeah, you yeah. to hear me out. Oh, God. <laughs> Whatever you're about to say. Just, I, want you to th- <laughs> I want you to think about it. <laughs> he, 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 that man yep. went out and let's just say he was a bad boy. Okay. Yeah. yeah he was, he was such shit. a Got bad it. boy. He was yep. such a bad boy that the entire industry fucking upended in one day. Yeah. And suddenly they were like, we have to give women voices and uh-huh. platforms and all this and that. And because of that, we get shit movies like fucking Charlie's Angels. Uh, we get like the fucking chick Ghostbusters, which I've never seen. Um, <laughs> it's good. Get, I like I like the chick Ghostbusters. We get all these fucking Disney movies. That, this is all because Harvey Weinstein was a bad boy. So <laughs> what I'm suggesting. Yes. What are you what are you suggesting? What is your solution? Let's, let's let Harvey out. Let's just go back to before uh-huh. times uh-huh. when we did have I don't know if you remember this dragon, but before Harvey Weinstein, we did actually have female empowerment movies, <laughs> except they were good movies and not the shit that we get today. Oh my god, you're the worst. The worst. Anyway. Anyway, Dragon, congratulations. You know, you women did it. You know, now yep, every yeah, movie is sure. starring a woman. And they're yeah. all action stars who can do everything, even with they're perfect and all that stuff. <laughs> and um, if I'm not mistaken, um, you know, women depression rates have gone down, right? Like I know. I teenagers. Really don't. I don't know. <laughs> teenagers are reporting the the lowest numbers of uh, teenage girls are reporting the lowest numbers of being on uh, antidepressants, right? Yeah. Am sure. I right on that? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. And just fucking Christ. Absolutely. Like, could could the more opposite thing have happened? Right? <laughs> it seems like women are now more depressed. And then to me, the worst thing is like now, apparently. Uh, teenage men and young men, like between the ages of 25 and uh, mm-hmm. between the ages of 15 and 25, they're mm-hmm. reporting the highest levels of conservative men in history. Ooh. So, congratulations, Dragon. Ooh. You did it. You did I, it. I didn't do shit. <laughs> you did it. You specifically did it. I did not, nothing. So, now, after I've just said that, would you say maybe we should try my plan? Let Harvey uh, out. <laughs> <laughs> You're you're going to jail. Like this is it. <laughs> pretty soon, somebody's just gonna be like, "Sorry, bro, this is it." Like you 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 said one too many stupid things. So that's it. I cannot have you. you know cannot have I, you do this anymore. Do not deny that. <laughs> all right, all right, Dragon. I'll do one more. What what do I have next? Um, let's see. Next on your thing, you have fall. Okay, fall, Dragon. So, um, I don't know if you remember, but remember I said uh, I watched the movie Shazam. Yep, I do. And uh, there was a the chick Shazam, Mary Shazam, Mary, whatever the fucking name is, Mary, Mary something. That yep. I was like, wow, that's not a very attractive woman. Uh, I sp- saw this on Stars, and I was like, wait a minute, this chick is in this movie. All right, you know what? I'll fucking watch it. it doesn't matter. It's just a, it's, so. It's I was like, it's a it's a simple premise. Maybe you know, maybe I'll be surprised. Maybe yeah, not. yeah. it has decent ratings. Okay. Um, the premise is, uh, this there's two chicks, blonde, blonde and a brunette. They're mm-hmm. mountain climbers. Mm-hmm. And the brunette's um, husband is mm-hmm. is as well. A, an accident happens. He falls to his death. Okay. The brunette, it's a year later. The brunette is like still fucking distraught over it. She's she's basically like, I, all she does is now drink. She doesn't give a shit. Okay. Um, and the blonde is like, I, and the, her father keeps calling her trying to like, you got to get You got to pull yourself out of this. You got to pull yourself out of this. So the blonde comes over and is like, okay, your dad called me. And this is what we're going to do. We're going to climb this uh, I think it's a cell phone tower or, or some type of tower. 
Okay. Where we're going to climb this tower to the very top, 2,000 feet in the air. And I'm going to live stream it because she's an internet personality who, okay. who does these stunts, right? Sure. Um, and they climb up and then the ladder breaks and now they're stuck at the top and they have to work their way out. Okay. Dragon? Yes. This was a good movie. Oh, yeah? That's not what yeah. I thought you were going to say. Oh, no. It's like, I think I saw 47 meters down and I was like, wow, this movie surprisingly was good. Yeah. Right? It's the same exact fucking thing, except instead of underwater, they're at the very, instead of being 47 meters down, there are 2,000 feet in the air. Do you think and that, do you think that maybe you just like movies where somebody is a certain distance away from the ground? <laughs> <Where you're in? laughs> Whether it's down or up. I mean, it's down or up, it doesn't matter, but you just love a movie. <laughs> you also love that, that movie with the kids trapped in the fucking cave. That was horrible. Oh yeah. That, that is, well, that is below ground. Berto, I think, I think, we, I think we found your genre. <laughs> It's so true. Um, no, this is a good movie, Dragon. It's got like good interpersonal relationships um, okay. because you know, you know, secrets are revealed mm -hmm. during this, um, and it's really good because they get up there at the thirty-minute mark, and they're stuck, and it's an hour of them up there, yeah. and it's 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 like a I don't want to call it like a video game, but it's kind of like a video game where they have like little quests. I have to do A. Okay, I have this problem. We have to fix A. Okay, no, now we have to do B. Now we have to do C. Now and they keep getting these small problems, like either victory or success, and then they like eventually figure things out. And then yeah. like the ending was real. I, I thought it was really good. And dragon, two chicks, very easy on the eyes if you know what oh I mean. Am I right, dragon? Huh? 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 <laughs> no, they're they're pretty good, and uh, the movie is actually really good. And dragon, female empowerment movie. Yeah. Funny how I didn't complain about this one. <laughs> If only Charlie's Angels had taken place in like a hot air balloon that's stuck in the sky. <laughs> then it would have been like 10 out of 10. Loved it. <laughs> this movie um, was really good. No, but I think I think what's maybe I'm fingers crossed, right? Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. We've had too many of these fucking spectacle movies. I'm really hoping that Hollywood starts to take like note of movies like this, like smaller budgets, yeah. smaller concepts, smaller like uh impact or what, what's the word, smaller consequences. And you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just make a small movie and just let people just fucking do things. And then it's more about the relationships and, and things like that. And them trying to do these little like conquests. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Or Fingers you know crossed. what? Maybe, maybe just spend another $200 million and just fucking make a little mermaid again. <laughs> This get, time, get dragon. a good return on your investment. It'll go yeah, good. It'll go good this time. <laughs> this time, we'll she'll just be another nationality. <laughs> because what, everyone? <laughs> Asian Little Mermaid. Oh, redheads everywhere are like, come on, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> we had one what, thing. <laughs> one of my favorite things is like uh, uh, Ariel has sisters in the movie, mm -hmm. in the in the cartoon as well. But they're all like a different nationality, and I just turned to my chick and was like. Bro, fucking Javier Bourdain gets around. That man, <laughs> that man just plants seeds everywhere. Huh? <laughs> well, one of, one of the fun things about the about the um the like other seas is like the 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 sisters in the animated one, like their hair color corresponds with the seas that they're like associated with because yes. they're the seven seas. So it's, it's kind of yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. L little things like that that this movie went like, nah, we'll just make you know one Asian. Here's one black, one Russian, one like I don't know some other fucking thing i don't sure I don't the okay, okay, okay. It just, it's as if they just went like you see how this thing is small and fun we're just gonna like you know go, use it go as a different principle. we're just gonna use it as a different principle 
Yeah. So instead of it being like, oh, the accord, like what you said, it's like about the seven seas. It's like, no, no, no. It's about different nationalities. Boom. Sure. There. Did it. Nailed right. it. Guys, we nailed it. Makes sense. All right. Yes. Dragon. Anyway, yeah, fall. Highest to recommend. Um, it's on stars. Actually, I, I really think you would like it, Dragon. Um, it's on stars, so I will never see it. <laughs> and again, again, Dragon, I just want to remind you, the two yeah. actresses in the movie, Alejandro loved them. Big fan of both of them. You're the worst. <laughs> just so you know. All right. Oh, he's Alejandro's very excited because there's a there's a light. There's a, there's a light. All right, Dragon. Yes. Uh, I guess I'll leave the rest for some other time. Yeah, Let's that sounds good. Get into this bad boy, Dragon. Yeah. I'm, you're gonna have to take the lead because I am not near my laptop. Yeah, I got you. All right, uh, Berto, you picked this week. Yes. You want me to? Do you want me to say the movie that you picked and all the things um, about it? Because okay, so you're not on your picked, laptop. I'm pacing back and forth trying to keep my son distracted. Yeah. Um. All right. Let me try this. I picked what? What year was it? 1988. 87. 1987's Evil Dead Two. This movie came in at Dragon. Mm-hmm. One hour and How twenty-five long? minutes. Yes, it is uh, currently streaming on Tubi. Tubi and uh, starring Bruce Campbell. Um, you know yep. a bunch of other people that don't matter, and uh, directed by your boy uh, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. <laughs> you're it. doing. You're doing so good, Berto. I just. I'm pacing. I'm carrying. I'm, I know. You I know. know you're shaking. killing it. You're killing it. <laughs> My arm is like slowly, like you know, it's it's imagine you know how you know how you pick up a, a twenty pound weight and put it on your arm and then walk around. Yeah, that's basically what I have right now. Yeah, he's getting heavy, except, dude. <laughs> except when I put this this weight down, it cries. Yeah, and you have to pick it back up again. The best yeah. weightlifting regimen ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, um. Uh. Do you want a dragon at the movies for this? Uh, dragon. Nothing would make me happier. Then okay. you're doing one of your world famous Dragon at the Movies synopsis. Okay, so Evil Dead 2 is essentially a remake of Evil Dead 1, which um, is an it's, interesting. Sorry, can, yeah, go. Can I just fix one yeah. thing? It's not a remake. It's like a remake slash sequel, whatever you yeah. call those things. Yeah, yeah. But it it kind of it no. kind of acts God, like the it. it kind of acts like the first. Go one ahead, Dragon. I it kind of acts you. like. <laughs> Berto, I think he's trying to change his son, I assume. And it's um he no longer has his headphones in, I think. Okay, nailed it. You got what's it? Up? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just narrating what's happening. I, oh, you're not trying to change him. Are you in the kitchen? No, yeah, I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> I thought you were I thought you would put him down and change him. And that's why you were screaming. Because <laughs> changing Alejandro is now like a fucking two-person it's team. A, it's a two-person job and it's as as dragon before I change Alejandro, I have to get ready. I gotta get warmed up. I gotta yeah. stretch. Yeah. I gotta fucking I gotta I gotta mentally prepare myself. <laughs> it's like these I, are the same things that I had to do before I would go get spar uh before we would start sparring at, yeah. at the gym. <laughs> this is what I have to do in order to fucking change my voice. I still I still think that you should do the thing where you put the weights on their arms so they can no move. no it wouldn't work trust me at this point it would it'll not just, work. it'll just make him stronger <laughs> when he's like lifting those weights up yeah anyway okay evil dead um i think i think it could definitely count as a as a complete remake i mean for for christ's sakes like the the movie is uh it like Pretty ignores the fact it ignores the fact that the first one existed for the most part doesn't it um no because it, it starts the movie starts where the last one ended yeah but i I don't know. Anyway, anyway. Put, it it you, starts what? with him leaving the fucking cabin. Sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. You know what? Do your synopsis and then okay. and then we'll get into this. Okay. 
So it's basically uh, our hero, Ash. Um, also, his full name is Ashley, by the way. We have the same name. Yeah. Um, Bruce Campbell is, um, it has to, it goes back to the cabin with his girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, diff- a different girlfriend this time. And um, uh, it, it, almost immediately the demons come because he plays on the tape recorder, the, uh, the incantation to bring them about, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, they possess his girlfriend immediately. And then you get some really good stop motion animation um, and some fun uh, scenes. And then um, the daughter of the cabin over- owner shows up and um, her boyfriend. And it's basically uh, demon hilarity ensues, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Murdo, what, what, what do you think? All right. So um, I was going to say, because the movie starts, it's like a quick, like, all right, let's just recap the last movie. Yeah. without really recapping it yeah. but then uh we start at the scene where because at the end of the first movie it's the the ghost gets ash in the in the morning right that part where he like yes. flies off and he's like it's the morning and he leaves and then mm-hmm. like the ghost the ghost goes through the through the cabin and hits him and then he flies into the woods that's mm-hmm. the ending of the first movie yeah so it's as if they remade the first movie they remade it what's the matter buddy they remade it they remade it, but they did it in like five minutes. And yeah. then they were like, all right, let's do another 30 minutes of yeah. this Bruce Campbell like hanging out for no reason in this yep. place and like yep. fighting himself. It's basically a one-man show for it is. about a good 40 minutes. I also like I, I feel like Sam Raimi was like trying to kill Bruce Campbell in the making of this movie <laughs> with the amount of like stunts and like just body work and slapstick shit that Bruce Campbell has to do in this. Like you know yeah. he got very seriously injured at least a few times. So he had to I mean <laughs> I mean uh, like back to the Bustin Keaton thing. It's all for the art dragon. Hmm. All for the art, indeed. No. All right. Um, Dragon, I don't have my notes in front of me, so Mm -hmm. you're going to have to take the lead on this bad boy. Oh, no. And luckily, I saw this movie about two weeks ago, so uh, (laughs) for me to recall things off my memory, I'm going to need you to, like, give me, like, little hints. Well, this is this is gonna be hard because I didn't take that many notes because it's what? Evil Dead Two. <laughs> like, I didn't. Like, I've I I've just like it's like one of those movies that I've seen at this point like a, a bunch of times. So I just like I just like watched it. You know, I didn't take that many notes. Um, the notes I did take are like Bruce Campbell's face is literally a cartoon. Like he is, he may as well be animated. It's so he's such good control over his face. It's I'm, I'm extremely impressive. I'm also surprised that with his chin, no one ever hired him to be like a superhero. Right? I think I think that he sort of got like he got like comedy horror typecast a little bit. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like it, yes. his 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 um his movie, like his acting is really like like this is the main this is the main thing he did, right? And it's yeah, interesting. He's such a good comedic actor. He is. He really is. He really is. And he was he's good and also in action too because he he had um he was in Xena Warrior Princess a few times mm-hmm. and then he got his own show that lasted for like a season that I actually liked. I forget what it was called. But um No idea. It was that type of show where it's like, I mean, it's in the past and you have Bruce Campbell being uh Bruce Campbell in it. I think it's called Jack of All Trades. Mm-hmm. But it was like an interesting it was an interesting uh it was an interesting TV show. Also, I'm looking at pictures of him. That man's face barely aged. I it's so impressive, right? Did you watch the did you watch the <laughs> Evil Dead TV show? Um, yeah. no. I'm an adult. I 
you shut up no you're not (laughs) (laughs) you have a kid and stuff you're like almost 40 but like are you an adult though (laughs) um sorry yeah no i didn't see it um i feel like i I should because I, i would enjoy it it's good i liked it i liked it but it's interesting like what he's in right so he's in dark man he's in maniac cop one and two he like plays one of the main cops he's in the evil deads obviously crime wave um but they're all like very similar kind of i feel like Uh, they're all very similar yeah well he's he's very good as like a uh he's very good as a comedic actor right yeah yeah he is so like he's in these movies as as a comedic excuse me He's in these movies as a comedic actor. So yeah. even when he was in, um, and this is a movie you'll love, uh, fucking, what's his name? God, excuse me. Someone is coughing. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. Good. All right. He was in, um, fucking, okay. Give me. Okay. Well, we will figure out what he was in. Okay. Sorry. All right. Good, good news. We figured yeah. out what he wanted. Yep. He wants Berto to look had, out the window. Berto had to get his toddler situated, and the thing that he wanted to do was be a dog and look out the window. I have he's literally to bark. standing here, looking out the window. Yeah. Let me get pants on, actually. Berto, are you standing at the window with a pants on? You can't move uh, away from I'm, the window. Luckily, gonna be luckily, luckily, I'm short enough that like no one can see. But also, like, <laughs> let me uh, let me just make sure. Just put some pants on, real quick. Yeah. No yeah. problem. All right. That's fair. Go That's fair. So yeah. we were, uh, what were we were discussing? Um, just, I, I feel like Bruce Campbell's career just hasn't been as good as it should be considering what he is capable of doing. You know yeah, what I, I mean? I, I, I have to agree with you because he is like, he's very funny. He's good. Yeah. He's got, he's got a look. And like, you can tell he's really good with like physical comedy. Like how he did not become a bigger star yeah. is wild to me. By the way, uh, the movie I was thinking about, I just remembered was uh, Escape from L.A., Oh, is he in Escape from L.A.? He plays the doctor, the, what's it called? The doctor who's... Uh, oh, sur- yes, 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 yes. Which is great because they just, all they did was just add a little bit of makeup and pretend that like his normal facial features are just plastic surgery. Yeah, and it was perfect. And which, then- again, is wild because he looks like that normally. He does. He was apparently also in 111 yeah. episodes of Burn Notice. So like maybe it's yeah, just like Notice. I didn't play the boss. Maybe I just didn't watch the things that he was in. Like maybe that's but, the issue. Like it's not that he did, didn't have a career. It's like he didn't have a career that I saw. Did you know Burn Notice? I know of it. It it's so it's one of those like USA shows, but like yeah. in Burn Notice was basically like here's this, you know, let's just say it's, I don't remember exactly what, but he's a CIA operative. Okay. But then what happens is uh and or he gets found out, so an order to kill him is put out. That's the burn notice. And now he's just like, oh, I guess I'll just like you know, oh, kill people on the side or do do like detective work on the side. Interesting. And he played his handler. Bruce Campbell played the handler. I might be remembering this wrong because it's been like fifteen years since I've seen it, and I only saw like let's say ten episodes of it. But it, it was good. Okay. And then of course there's Ash versus Evil Dead, which he's good in. Um, mm-hmm. Because he's playing the same character. Yeah. <laughs> he's playing his titular, you know, his character type thing. He's in a lot of kids. He play, he does voices in a lot of kids stuff now, which makes sense for him. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's no, like very great. like, yeah, I, yeah. He had a small part in Sky High. I don't know if you ever saw Sky High. Mm-hmm. It's like a, so it's, it's a, it's, it was like in 2000, I'm going to say 2005. And what it is, the premise was um, there's a, it's, it's like, this is a world of superheroes. Um, and not just that they're a world of superheroes and supervillains, but like they go to high school. 
Mm. So there's a high school that teaches them to be superheroes and supervillains. So like the kids of superheroes are going to become superheroes. So they put them in the superhero school. He plays like the the gym teacher. Interesting. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a, yeah. It sounds stupid, right? It's a good yeah, movie. I remember I, liking it a lot. But I, I also feel like sometimes like stuff like that, like I, I it if something sounds stupid, sometimes it's like that's the best kind of movie. But if it has a good premise, like, I don't know if they pulled, I don't know if they pulled this off. Yeah, it's like um, two two broads with uh, big old big old heavies uh, climb up a, a, a fucking tower and mm-hmm. then get stuck there. And I'm like, that sounds like a dumb premise. Dragon, it's a fucking great movie. So good. <laughs> Turns out it's really good. All right. Um, Dragon. Yeah. yeah so yeah. basically this movie, a lot of it, the first 30 minutes of this movie is just, I feel like Bruce Campbell doing sketch comedy with himself. Yeah. Just. Just like, all right, what ridiculous shit can we do? Okay, he's fighting his own hands. Brilliant. Okay, yeah. he's shooting things. Cool. Um, he has to cut his own arm off. Hilarious. He's yeah. running away, being silly. He's being Bruce Campbell. He's doing exactly what you would want him to do. The the it's funny because like when I was watching it, one of the things that one of the things that made me be like, damn, he is so fucking good at just like physical acting is when he has to like pull himself with his hand, like his hand is like pulling his like dead weight body. I was like, yeah. He's so good at this. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. so yep. good at the, just like that sort of physical comedy. And like, there are so many things where I was like, wow, they just threw Bruce Campbell like head first into a puddle, just like face I mean, face first into a puddle on the ground. The amount of fucking blood in this movie is ridiculous. <laughs> it actually is. I do it is like, like fountains upon fountains of fucking blood just being shot at him for no fucking reason. And then it and then it'll disappear and like does the reverse shot and it just like all disappears. So like the whole thing. Yeah. Think about how much time and energy got put into like flooding the set with like that they they did this they they filmed this in like the majority of the indoor sets were in like a, a like a high school gymnasium or something and like mm-hmm. you can see it in one of the shots Andrew pointed it out he was like oh you can see right there like you can see the top of the set like they fucked up <laughs> and like filmed a little too high and you can see like the, the like wooden you know like build part of it like yeah. frame the framing of the set which I think is very funny but like this one I think has a lot of who did the who did the special effects for this. Because it was very good. I mean, I would look it up, but I have no idea. I can't right now. I'm a little busy. Yeah, I'll, I'll try so to you're, figure it out. It's upon you to look these things up, Dragon. Mark Showstrom. No idea who that is. That's makeup. Sorry. Special effects is Vern Hyde, Doug Beswick, and Tom Sullivan. I don't know those All people. Right, you just made up Okay, anyway. Thing. Uh, the special the special effects on this and the stop motion especially is so good yeah that it's was gonna really say this, good I, the this stop is, motion and the claymation in this has yes. really, like it's got that like 80s aesthetic that like we all love even though it looks super fake but it's like so much better than if they had like cgi shit of course i think one of the things about like one of the things with movies like this is like does it look a little bit funny yes but the movie is absurd already. So it works. It just like works with the movie and it doesn't date it in the same way. Yeah. You know, like it's just... this, it's still fun to watch in a way that like, and it still holds up the same way, the same way it looks now is the same way it'll look to everybody forever because it's not, you know. But there's it, also it... something about like, uh, the, like when you have things that are tactile, like you can see them, they take up space, they have weight to them. Like, there's just like so many movies that like they make something CGI, but I'm also like, there's no gravity. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't look like it's impacting the other people in any way. And th- this is something I'm, I was telling my chick about um, Little Mermaid is yeah. I was like, 
look, she like the the what's her name, Black Mermaid. She mm-hmm. is not a good actress, but at the same time, she is acting against like nothing. Uh, tennis balls, right? Like right. they put a tennis ball, and they're like, "This is going to be a crab," and she's like, a "Crab," and they're like, "Yep, crab," and they're like, "She's like, okay," and it's like, "Okay, now you're going to be seeing an oct- like seven octopuses flying around." It's like that's represented by this tennis ball, <laughs> and it's like. So really, it really like makes you think like, holy shit, like the actors who can do that are really good because they're acting against fucking, they're acting in a green suit, a yeah. green like background and fucking tennis balls. And basically as an actor, you have to be like, fingers crossed. I hope this looks good. Mm-hmm. And as we've seen in the flash, sometimes it doesn't. Yep. So like, it just looks ridiculous. But it's when you have something tactile, when you have something like on the screen where you're like, this looks stupid but then when i look at the when i look at the you know the camera when we play it back oh it looks really good there yeah oh it looks slimy it looks icky like i know how to react to it yeah so or or at least like okay it's sitting on the table so the table has weight like there's something on the table like you can see that whereas like when it's just a cgi creature as humans we're kind of just like i mean it's just a table and there's something sitting on top of it but those are two separate things right yeah it's just there's just stuff and then it's just but we haven't figured out exactly what well, we have kind of figured out how to use CGI. And that is to like add it to things, not to uh, replace. It's to enhance stuff, right? It shouldn't like when you have like a full animated character, I feel like it worked in like Roger Rabbit, <laughs> right? Like it worked in like yeah. that kind of stuff. But like it often doesn't work. You have to you you have to rely so heavily on your actors, like having to act against nothing and being good at it. I just you have to trust that your actors can do the job. Exactly. And sometimes they can't. Dragon, yeah. I just want to point something out. Look at us. Look at me and my boy. Oh, they're wearing matching uh, soccer shirts. Shirts, shirts, Dragon. And but Dragon, it's mm. pronounced. Excuse me. It's pronounced football. Football. Oh, okay. All right. I'm actually walking outside with my boy because he's not having a good time. So you're gonna take him for again, a little walk. Yeah. Yep. Once again, I am you. I am trusting you. The, the, the show is on your shoulders. Great. We have we we do have a limited time of recording at this point. One second. Okay, right. Berto, Berto had, to, had to go for a walk. <laughs> Good news, everyone. I'm currently outside talking like a crazy person. Yes. So people are gonna be staring at me, being like, "What the fuck is wrong with Duncan?" Well, you have your head but, you have um, your headphones, and it's fine. People just think you're talking to your son in a really inappropriate way. <laughs> so he's talking to him about a horror movie. That's weird. yeah, it's so weird. He's, he's explaining the plot of Evil Dead Two. I don't know. It's just very odd. Um, All right. Yeah. Um, so we get that. We get that. We get that him by himself for about thirty minutes, and then yeah. uh, you know, like the next hour is we get a new crop of people in there, which I was like, okay, good, because we get now because we need people to kill. Yeah. We need people for the demon to possess and people to kill. Yeah. So it, I didn't want fucking his his girlfriend's decapitated body to be his enemy for like for for ninety minutes. No, no, no. You can't have that. You have to have like a, you have to have fodder for the for the mill. As they yeah. say. So this other group of people come in. By the way, I don't know if you can hear, but my son I, is having a very opinionated right now. I know he really liked he he really had a lot to say about the people that you brought in just to. <laughs> Just to, just, kill them. To kill, just to kill an evil dead too um yeah you get these people and like i think one of the fun things about the the like new people that come in is they're like kind of posh right they're, they're like yeah. a little fancy and that's a fun play against bruce campbell and his yeah especially 
especially because he has been like dealing with this demon for the last like I'm gonna say two days. Yeah. And now you have people who are like, oh, look at this, this, this person here. Yeah. They're so weird, disgusting. And they're <laughs> and and he's just like, no, listen to me. <laughs> I'm not crazy. And they're like, oh, these poor people. I know, right? They're so gross. Let's put them in the basement. <laughs> yeah. But then they quickly learn, like, oh, we're fucked. Yeah, absolutely. And then they got to, like, let him out. And then he helps them fight the demons. You get that cool scene where he, like, has the fucking sawed-off shotgun and the chainsaw mm-hmm. on his arm. Yep. Which is, like, that is the Ash look. Iconic. Right? Yep. Iconic. Iconic. That's the that's the look that everybody wants to do for Halloween. But it's actually a really difficult costume because of the because <laughs> of the chainsaw i mean it's a heavy fucking chainsaw you gotta yeah. but you gotta buy the, like a toy chainsaw yeah yeah that's true and, and then it, but it, then you're it, buying toy chainsaws like a weirdo i think the funniest part of that is they didn't even try to like make it seem as if like his arm was shorter they were no. just like ah just put your sleeve over your wrist yeah and he was like ah got it nailed it I, and it worked really well, <laughs> well it, it's it's because the movie has already just been like guys we're not this is not we're not trying to be serious here. This is no. for fun. Let's it have is. fun. And then it's... we all like, yeah, good. We're we're in on the joke. We're it's we're a... gonna go along for the ride. A hundred percent. I think audiences will forgive a lot if you just like make it like make it uh fit within the like mood of the movie or within yeah, like the why... tone of the movie. Why do you have to attack the little mermaids like that? Just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Um uh okay, anyway, but um what what else about this oh i like i like the little the little stupid jokes like the when ash cuts off his hand he puts a bucket over the over the hand right the evil hand yeah and on top of the bucket one of the books holding it down is farewell to arms and that's just funny that's just again stupid little jokes it's so stupid stupid little jokes that wind up being funny because Mm -hmm. we're just like oh we're in stupid little joke territory i'm in yeah and again and because Ash movie, is like so over the top, it's just like it makes it even better. If a movie is endearing, we are not only will we forgive a lot, but yeah. we'll put up with a lot. Yeah. It's so interesting. Another that, movie trying to do that, we would just be like, fuck this movie. Fuck that. But instead, we get this and it's great. And it's great. Yeah. All right. Let's go for a walk. Zombie walk. Zombie walk. There you go. All right, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, he does zombie walk. It's so cute. <laughs> Give me a uh, hand. He's refusing to, to hold Berto's hands, and so he's walking like a literal, actual zombie. It's so cute. Okay, anyway, uh, much like the people in this movie who are undead. <laughs> the I undead. Guess, I guess Look technically they're all back. Dragon they're nailed often, it. They're often possessed. <laughs> undead yeah. sometimes is a misnomer. Um, okay. This uh, is why you are a podcast genius, Dragon. Just <laughs> nailed that. Because I brought us back full circle. Um, okay, so basically, this movie, like a bunch of these new people, get killed off, and then um, the they figure out how to sort of make the demon go back using the necro- Necrocomicon pages, and um, uh, in doing so, they open a portal. And Berto, this ends with. Um, Ash getting sucked down back into time wherever this like demon goes. I think it was like fifteen hundred or whatever. Yeah, yeah, medieval times or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then where and the- it was prophesized that someone would defeat the evil, and yes. then when they show the picture, it's the the Ash that we know, which is him with a chainsaw arm. Yep. And that's but, how um, that's how this movie ends, which I think is very fun. 
yeah, it's fun because it sets up the next movie, and the next movie picks up like I mean, it changes exactly. that that scene, but it basically picks up where it left off. Exactly, like, almost yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, ashes and ashes and Eden is in the before times. The mm-hmm. thing I liked about this is that they they show a scene in the before times, mm-hmm. but they don't have to go back to it, right? Yeah, like like when you watch the next movie, it start he he lands in the before times and it's a completely different place he's in it's a different situation like it, it's as if he was like oh, look i like the idea of us bringing him back in time yeah but i don't like where we put it and then the director was just like don't worry just 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 put him in a new spot no one gives a shit yeah like the people won't care if you make a good movie and he's right rather we're like i've seen movies where they do something like this and then they have to like back everything up and be like yeah. all right we got to fix what we did and then we can move on. And it's like, man, you just wasted like 30 minutes of fucking movie time. Mm-hmm. For sure. But, uh, um, yeah. So, Dragon, that's the movie. That's the movie. Dragon. Yes. Um, I guess we should get into final thoughts, right? Dragon, yeah. what are your final thoughts? Um, Classic. Honestly, Evil Dead 2 is a fucking classic. It's fun. It's a, it's a good entry into the series. Love Sam Raimi. You know, it's just like it's fun it's a very very fun i think evil dead one two and army of darkness are great and they're like well well worth to watch what do you think oh i give it a smash um, smash it? all right yeah. well dragon we questions for me? which is rude um okay brother what are your final thoughts so i i think not only is and we're, i guess we're, the next thing is we're going to do the third movie but uh, let me i'll just give a quick preview of it but um it's so interesting that the first movie is like your classic horror movie right cabin in the woods horror movie cabin in the woods i mean i think it actually starts the cabin in the woods like horror genre if i'm not mistaken but it's like Um, a classic premise yeah i don't don't know i don't know i once heard someone say that i don't know if it's true i also don't have my laptop in front of me to verify so you know what i'm just gonna say it's true and you're just gonna nod your head and agree okay fair (laughs) we don't we don't fact check Uh, on this podcast anyway so it doesn't matter why fact check email (laughs) us and then we'll just ignore your email yeah so nailed it um So that's the, that's the first movie. The second movie is like it's the same premise, but they go well. What's in at the moment? Oh, I know the the like over the top, like disgusting, like you know, lots of blood, lots of horror, like that crazy stuff, like a pretty stuff. Yep. And it's like yeah, that the movie does that. So it's like man, it's it's like the best of those two worlds, which is just a classic horror movie, and then over the top killing romp mm-hmm. that has more comedy in it. And then the third movie is just like. Uh, all right we did those two let's go into let's lean into the comedy and let's make a horror comedy yep and i think that one is also like one of the best of that genre so but you know i haven't seen that movie in like 15 years so i guess we'll do it next week right Dragon? <laughs> not next week no but we oh, can do it at some um, point but uh yeah you know i i, I it's just interesting to me that sam raimi sam raimi made a trilogy and all three movies in that trilogy are different movies Oh, and for yet, sure. they all are like the same. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that there's no rules. Like, I don't understand what the demon is trying to do half the time. No. And that's always my complaint in all these horror movies is I don't know what's happening. I don't know what the bad guy's doing. Like I watch like horror movies, like ghost movies, and I'm like, I don't understand what the ghost wants. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck is a, why is the ghost around sometimes and not other times? The ghost can possess people, but like, why now? Why not later? Why this person? Like, you don't understand things. And yet this movie has all those problems. But because it's a fun ride, I'm like, yeah, well, who gives a shit? Yeah, it doesn't matter. 
it, do, so, it doesn't matter uh, at all. They're, the rules in this movie don't even make sense. Like at one point, at one point, uh, Ash is possessed by the demon, like fully possessed and and somehow yeah. is fine. <laughs> yeah, and then somehow he just goes back to normal and then is like, all right, cool. Um, Not possessed again, all right. And then yeah. we're all like, gotcha, nailed it. Understood, you know? At, yeah. Like the the one way to get to the cabin is like destroyed, right? Mm-hmm. Can't get. That's why you can't leave. So the road is gone. Yet somehow, that truck passed. Yeah, I heard it. Yes. Yet, yet somehow, like another group of people show up, and we never go. Wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. Instead, nope. we're like, okay, good fodder. Yep, sounds fodder, good. Ken, great. Ken fodder, love it. Can, in, can't wait. In. How did they get there? Why are you asking questions? <laughs> did you give this a? Um, uh, did you give this a oh, number rating? Uh, I give it like a seven out of ten. All right. The the only thing I, I I don't know. There's just something that I miss that's like missing, but uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know how to make it better. I don't even think of adding things or taking them away would make it better. No. But I just think it's like this is really good. Maybe an eight out of ten. Let's give it an eight. You know what I'm like, saying? You it's just, it's just... You convinced me. Eight out of ten. <laughs> I'm glad I talked you into that. It's just a really good uh entry into the genre. I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yes. Um. All right. So you chose this week, Berto. All right, Dragon. I chose this week. What are we doing for next? Okay. Um. So next week, I figured we haven't watched it in a while. So we'll watch Midsummer again. I'm just kidding. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. At some point, I will definitely do that. <laughs> but we don't need to repeat movies yet, I guess. No, I'm. I'm gonna do. So we've we've never done. We've done some documentaries. Um, documentaries. But I don't think we've ever done like a true crime documentary, right? Rockumentary. Yeah. Um, so I I just I I picked one and I think we're gonna do American Murder, the family next door. So this is a um 2020 uh, Netflix documentary. It's on Netflix. And it's the thing that I think is interesting about it is not that this is a guy like, you know, is a murderer or whatever, but also that like the way they tell the story is through like police cam footage and like social media posts and stuff like that it's i think it's an interesting way to tell to tell a documentary story um and i think it's interesting now especially as we're like in in the nowadays and everybody's like life is kind of streamed and like there are cameras everywhere and everything you you get like a lot um you you have a lot of uh material to work with if you want to do something like this um so that's what we're gonna do american murder um on netflix and it comes in at a cool one hour and 22 minutes Berto. so you are welcome I mean, I, I'm never the one to complain about this. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm All just right, saying. Dragon. Yes. Why don't you go ahead and send us off? Oh, okay. Bye. Uh, okay. Bye, Alejandro. Bye. I mean, oh. he's just smiling. Yeah, we got to smile. Okay, bye. Now he's embarrassed. Okay, bye.